welcome to Stories of Terra. My name is Ravenhood, and I'm just a humble storyteller here to draw you yet again into the vast world of Terra by Riot Games. The League of Legends community has crafted a really incredible universe filled with daring scouts that are exemplars of valor. <laughs> Each week we jump into the Riot Games universe and narrate something from the world of Terra. This week's story, if you haven't caught up on all the uh, <clears throat> hints I'm throwing out there, is yet another listener's request, and it is Quinn, Demacia's Wings. Most soldiers rely only on their weapons. Few truly rely on each other. Welcome to Quinn, Demacia's Wings. Sponsored by the noble Bevel family, Gwen is a ranger knight of Demacia who undertakes dangerous missions deep in enemy territory. She and her legendary eagle, Valor, share an unbreakable bond, and their foes are often slain before they realize they're fighting not one, but two of the kingdom's greatest heroes, nimble and acrobatic. Quinn takes aim with her crossbow, while Valor marks their elusive targets from above, making them a deadly pair on the battlefield, and one of the most tilting blinds to melee matchups. Wait, what? So let's go ahead and jump into Quinn's biography. Quinn and her twin brother Caleb were born in Uendale, a remote mountain hamlet in northeastern Demacia. It was a thriving village of hunters and farmers, protected by rangers who patrolled the wilderness and drove off any dangerous creatures wandering down from the high peaks. When the twins were still young, King Jarvan III visited Uendale on a tour of his kingdom. Quinn and Caleb thrilled at the pageantry of the knights in his entourage, resplendent in their gleaming armor. Their father, a weaponsmith in the village, later saw them pretending to bravely defend the land themselves and fashioned simple weapons for them to play with. But as they grew, they spent every moment they could outdoors with their mother, a warden among the local rangers. She taught them how to survive in the wilds, how to track beasts, and most importantly, how to fight. Quinn and Caleb became a formidable team. With her keen eyes on the trails, his skill at baiting their prey, her aim with a bow, and his prowess with a hunting spear. But one expedition ended in tragedy. Quinn and Caleb, now rangers for Uendel, were hired to accompany a party of nobles from the capital as they hunted a giant tuskvor, a predator known for its thick hide, long horns, and ferocious temperament. But they failed to kill the creature outright, and the wounded beast turned on them. The twins were quick to intervene, with Caleb's spear putting out one of the monster's eyes and Quinn driving off the tusk four with their arrows. But not before it gored Caleb with its deadly horns. The leader of the party, Lord Barrett Bovell, helped Quinn bury her brother near where he had fallen. But all could see that his death had broken her. Unable to move on, she would return to the gravesite, and the joy she had felt as a ranger began to dim. Her prowess in the wilderness waned, and she started making mistakes. She missed easy tracks, and her aim was off. A few months later, Lady Lestara Bavel visited Quinn's family. The noblewoman was grateful that Quinn had saved her husband's life and asked what she could do to repay them. Quinn could think of nothing. 
She thanked Lady Bavel and politely turned her away. A year to the day after Caleb's death, Quinn returned to his grave, as she so often did, and lost in grief, she didn't hear the approaching tusk for, its one eye marking it as the very beast that had slain her brother. The monster charged. Quinn fired arrow after arrow but to no avail. She knew it was her doom. Just then, a majestic bird swooped in, an azurite eagle, a breed long thought extinct. The eagle's talons and beak ripped bloody gouges across the Tuskvor's face, but the creature was resilient, its horns tearing into the bird's wing. Quinn fired her last arrow as the monster charged her again, and this time her aim was true, and the shaft flew right down its gullet, felling the creature in a heartbeat. Though the eagle was injured, she approached with caution, for such birds had been known as vicious and untamable hunters. But Instead, she saw in its eyes a deep well of kinship. Quinn bound the eagle's broken pinion and returned to Uendale with him. She named him Valor, and the bond that formed between them rekindled the fire in Quinn's heart. Once more, her thoughts turned to serving Demacia in battle as a knight. Her mother reminded her that this would require sponsorship, and that was far beyond their family's humble means. But her father urged to seek out Lady Bavel, who had already offered recompense for service to her noble family in the capital. With his help, Quinn crafted a new weapon worthy of a knight, a finely wrought repeater crossbow capable of firing multiple bolts with a single pull of the trigger. Quinn and Valor then set out for the great city altogether. Lestara Bavel gladly vouched for Quinn, even paying a personal visit to High Marshal Tiana Crownguard to petition her. Within a week, Quinn took her oaths as a Ranger Knight of Demacia. Now, having been renowned to the Rangers of Windale, she prefers to remain out in the hinterlands, never staying within the walls of the outlying towns for long. Quinn rarely pulls rank with the Rangers who report to her, instead deferring to their specialized skills and experience in the field, a stark departure from the rigid hierarchy of the rest of the military. Quinn and Valor have ventured far and wide in service of Demacia, risking journeys into the icy Freljord and deep within Noxian-held territory. And with each mission, their unique bond has helped ensure the security of the kingdom's borders for generations to come. And now to Quinn's short story. Again, if you guys are ever curious where I'm getting all of this material, I'm reading the lore off of the League of Legends website, so you don't have to. It's under the universe page. Um, and again, you can check it out yourself. There's a ton of stuff. It's going to take me a long time to get through all of it. So at least I know I have content for stories of Runeterra for a very, very long time. All right. Let's jump into the short story. This one is entitled Rules of Survival. It doesn't have an author listed here. Quinn waited for the Noxians to light a fire in the forest clearing and drink two wineskins. <laughs> drunk soldiers were easy to predict. She wanted them drunk enough to be stupid, but not reckless. Mistakes got you killed in the wilderness, and these men had just made two big ones. Lighting a fire told her they were overconfident the wine that they were sure no one was in pursuit. 
Rule number one, always assume someone's after you. She eased herself through the mud on her belly, using her elbows to pull herself towards a hollowed-out rotten log at the edge of the clearing. The rain had turned the forest into a quagmire. Rule number three, stay silent. The man cursed, and Quinn smiled at his obvious frustration. And she would spend the next few hours picking bugs and worms from her clothes. Rule number two. Survival never takes second place to dignity. Careful not to look directly at the campfire and lose her night sight, she counted five men, one less than she expected. Huh. Where was the sixth man? Quinn started to ease herself upright, but froze as the hair stood up on the back of her neck. A warning from above. A shape moved from behind a tree in the darkness. A warrior, armored in boiled black leather, moving with skill. The man paused, scanning the darkness, his hand never leaving the wire-wound hilt of his sword. Had he seen her? Uh, she didn't think so. A verdant, called one of the men seated around the fire. Better hurry if you want any of this wine. <laughs> Old Meadow's drinking it all. Koi, he hissed. I think they heard you back in bloody Noxus. Ah, oh, there's no one out here, Verdon. <laughs> the Marcians are probably too busy buckling on their armor and giving it a polish to bother coming after us. Come on, take a drink. The man sighed and turned back to the fire with a weary shrug. Quinn let out a slow breath. That one had some talent, but he too believed they were alone in the wilderness. Rule number four, don't let stupid people drag you down to their level. Quinn smiled and glanced up, seeing the smudge of night blue darkness of her eagle companion against the rain clouds. Valor dipped his wings and Quinn nodded. Their wordless communication refined over many years together. She circled her right fist, then raised three fingers, knowing Valor could see her perfectly and would understand. Rule number five. When it is time to act, do it decisively. Quinn knew they should take these men out quietly and without fuss, but the affront of Noxians this deep in Demacia was galling. She wanted these men to know exactly who had caught them, and that Demacia was not some primitive tribal culture to be crushed by Noxian ambition. The decision made, she pushed herself to her feet and strode into the campsite as if being there was the most natural thing in the world. She stood at the edge of the firelight, hood raised and her oiled storm cloak drawn tightly around her. Give me what you stole, and no one has to die tonight, said Quinn nodding towards a leather satchel stitched with the winged sword symbol of Demacia. The Noxians scrambled upright, blinking as they scanned the edge of the forest. They fumbled to draw their swords, and Quinn almost laughed at their surprised ineptitude. The one who had almost walked right over her hid his shock well, but relaxed as he realized she was alone. You're a long way from home, girl, he said, raising his sword. Not as far as you, Verdon. He frowned, 
put on the back foot by her using his name. Quinn saw his mind working as he tried to figure out how much more she knew. She kept her cloak pulled tight as the men spread out, surrounding her. Give me the satchel, said Quinn, a note of boredom in her voice. Give me the satchel, said Quinn, a note of boredom in her voice. Take her, shouted Verdon, and it was the last thing he said. Quinn swept her cloak back over her shoulder and lifted her left arm. A black-shafted bolt from her repeater crossbow buried itself in Verdon's eye, and he fell without a sound. A second bolt tore into the chest of the man to his left. The remaining four came at her in a rush. A screeching cry split the night as Valor swept down like a lightning bolt from a clear sky. His wings boomed as he spread them wide and swung around in a scything arc. Hooked claws tore the face from one Noxian, and the eagle's slashing beak clove the skull of the soldier next to him. The third Noxian managed to raise his weapon, but Valor sank his claws into his shoulders and bore him to the ground. The eagle's beak slashed downward, and the man's struggles ceased instantly. The last Noxian turned and sprinted for the trees. Rule number six. If you have to fight, kill quickly. Quinn knelt and loosed a pair of bolts from her crossbow. They hammered into the Noxian's back and burst from his chest. He managed to reach the edge of the trees before pitching forward and lying still. Quinn remained motionless, listening to the sounds of the wilderness making sure there were no other enemies nearby. The only sounds she heard were those she'd expect to hear in a forest at night. She stood, and Valor flew over to her, the satchel of military dispatches the Noxians had stolen held in his claws. He dropped it, and she caught it with her free hand, looping it over her shoulder in one smooth motion. Valor perched on her arm, his body rippling with the thrill of the hunt, His claws and beak were red with blood. The eagle's head cocked to the side and his gold-flecked eyes glittered with amusement. (laughs) She grinned, her bond with the bird so strong she already understood his thoughts. I was wondering that too, said Gwen. How did these Noxians get this far into Demacia? The eagle gave a shrill screech and she nodded in agreement. Huh, yeah, that's what I was thinking, said Gwen. South it is. Rule number seven. Trust you can rely on your partner. Well, thanks again for joining me here on Stories of Runeterra. This humble guy, (laughs) that's actually my IRL name, my summoner name and everywhere else on the internet, I am Ravenhood. But you know what? I'll take a joke when I can do it. Appreciate it. I... I am tilted by Quinn, but I know that some of you folks out there really love playing her. And when I can get zoom in with some Quinn action, that's awesome. Uh, hit me up. I, I do a lot of random stuff on the social media. I don't just focus on Legends of Runeterra. Um, I do D&D. I do other stuff. I think too much and have opinions and share them as gently as I can and love discussing and processing and all kinds of stuff. So there you go. I'm also brewing mead, uh, which still hasn't come to fruition yet. There's some time left on it, but that's beside the point. Uh, the audio is going to sound a little different because I'm recording in a bit of a different studio. Um, I think it's still good enough for what I'm doing here. Hopefully, if it if it's 
really awful and you guys would prefer me recording the other one, then let me know and I can see what it looks like to accommodate that. But until then, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable and like with what we're doing here. Uh, again, appreciate you guys. Keep hanging out. Quinn's a really neat story. Uh, there is hope in animal companionship and in uh, all that kind of deal. There's always such, there's always great little nuggets. And I think one day when I'm not in school and maybe I can expand this podcast, uh, I have a buddy that also plays a lot of League of Legends and is a storyteller and enjoys that kind of stuff like me and thinks too much like me. And it would be really fun to go through a lot of these stories and kind of philosophize with them. Um, see how they can inspire, where we can learn from them, where, uh, where they can spark good, healthy conversations and how they can help us be better people. Cause that's my ultimate goal is no matter what I do to help people become better people. So anywho, thanks again. Appreciate you all. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. So do, 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 boo, victory.